Is this a skinwalker on his roof? Welcome to Paranormal Night Shift, your home to all things that go bump in the night and your fan stories told here. It's hard to think nowadays with the city being as big as it is, but it's only a couple hour drive and you'll go somewhere where nobody's been. And do you believe that every part of the wilderness has been explored? Do you believe we found everything that there is to be found? Tyler writes in, my dad and I are avid hunters. We have been our entire lives, but we try to find new locations to go to. We had never been to Montana, but heard that it was absolutely gorgeous. So that's the cabin we booked. They told us it was gonna be really, really remote, really rural, and we weren't expecting as remote as it was. We were legitimately the only people around for miles. We parked our truck and they told us the best way to get up there was on these ATVs. There was plenty of gas up at the cabin, but we were gonna have to drive the ATVs around if we wanted to go do anything at all. First day we got up there, we just walked the property for a little bit. We saw that there was an opening right outside of this big, thick, wooded area. That would probably be the best place for us to sit and see anything coming around. We sat there most of the day and just enjoyed each other's company. It was kind of nice to actually have some time just talking to my dad. If you've ever spent any time in the woods, you'll understand that the woods are not quiet. You can hear birds and squirrels, everything rustling around makes a noise. My dad is not a superstitious person. He is not a fan of the paranormal and he is very much so a skeptic. But something spooked him. Something had him going, we need to get back to the cabin. And that's exactly what we did. We went to the cabin and that's when it all started. As we were in the cabin making dinner, just something felt off. The, the air, the atmosphere, everything felt like dark and scary and it didn't feel right. We were, of course, heavily armed because we were hunting, but it didn't feel like that was gonna do us any good. We started hearing these bumps and scratches. We started hearing rustling from the woods around us, things howling, like communicating with each other. It felt like a pack of coyotes or something was, was watching us. We felt like we were no longer the ones doing the hunting. The bumping and the scratching and the knocking got louder and louder. It sounded like something was trying to find its way in. Cabin was one big open room, and when we'd hear something coming from the ceiling, the next thing you know, it'd be coming from the front door or the back door or underneath us. Wall to wall, it just felt like something was scratching, trying to get in. It was deafening loud, and it surrounded us all night. Two grown men sitting in the middle of a room, one faced one way, one faced another, just sitting there listening to this whatever start coming after us. Stayed that way till morning. My father and I just sitting back to back trying not to talk about being scared, but that's exactly what we were. We were scared. We didn't know what was coming after us. We didn't know anything. We hadn't seen anything. We definitely heard it. Sunrise came quick and we decided it was probably best for us to find our way back down to the car. When we stepped outside into the sunlight, the house was like something I'd never seen before. There were foot marks and scratches everywhere, shingles missing from the roof. The door was off its hinges. Something had spent all night trying to get in. We decided it was time for us to blue skidoo out of there. 
We grabbed everything we could, got on the ATVs and just started rolling, trying to get to the car, just trying to get to the truck as quickly as we could. I'd never seen my father physically scared, but that is exactly what both of us were. We were so scared. We grabbed our stuff, got on the ATVs and started heading down to the truck, going down through the path of the thick brush that we drove up that was so peaceful and calm just the other day. Thing felt different. No matter how fast we were going, it felt like something was keeping pace with us. Something was in the woods following us as fast as we would go. We came to a fork in the road and that's when we saw it. Don't know how to describe it. It looked like a deer standing on two legs without hair, but it had horns and a tail. These claw, like talon-like hands with razor blade sharp looking fingers and the eyes. I'll never forget the eyes. They were so dark and red. They looked blood. That's all I can say is they looked like the eyes were made out of blood. Hear stories like this where it's always at night. Nobody got a clear look at it. No, this was daylight. It was as bright as it could be. And it was looking directly at us, 20, maybe 30 feet in front of us, just looking at us. Father and I both unloaded on the creature, but it just stood there. It took everything that we had and just looked at us, laughing. And that's when we heard it speak. After just taking every round that we could throw at it, it spoke and it said, that won't work here. My dad was almost hypnotized by those eyes. He didn't seem like he was himself. He just stood there, shocked in all of everything that had just happened. I shook him out of whatever trance he was in and said, we need to go, we need to go. And that's what we did. We rode those ATVs straight past the thing and it left, it left us alone. Nothing else happened, we just rode. Both of us so physically shaken, we got to the car and we didn't even check out, we just left. We, we got in the car and we left. That was almost 10 years ago. My dad still doesn't talk about it. I wanted to know what it was. I, I tried to do some research and find out about the land, find out about the creature. What, what was it? I had never seen anything like it before. It was like something out of some sort of nightmare fairy tale. The only thing I can come up with is they're called Wendigos. There's a whole culture and lore about them. They're tormented souls stuck in a half man, half beast like body. And they hunt, they hunt men. A lot of indigenous people cultures believe that they are cursed souls being trapped on this world for things that they have done. I don't know much more about them, but I wholeheartedly believe that's what we encountered that day. And maybe it knew that we couldn't stop it, but it couldn't stop us either. I stopped hunting after that. My dad did too. He said, now that we know what it's like to feel like prey, he could never do that to something else again. Tell me what you think in the comments. Are there still places on this world that we've not fully found everything? Are there creatures that hide and wait for their opportunities?